The Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 51. Is creativity more important than stability? Hello and Happy New Year. Welcome to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. My name is Annette Bone and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. Every other week, and this happens to be one of those weeks where I get the privilege of bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and business forward. Coming up in our Step to Success segment, the Motivation Manifesto. In our Dancer's Dialect segment, Happiness and Despair. In our Freestyle Flow segment, Add It to the List. And in our feature presentation, from dancer to lawyer to entrepreneur. Hi, this is Julie Schechter, founder of Fifth LA, and you're listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. I imagine if you are listening to this podcast or any podcast on business or personal development, you believe in rising above mediocrity. And that is what this week's Step to Success is about in a book called The Motivation Manifesto by high-performance trainer Brendan Burchard, who I discovered years ago. However, this book has been sitting near my desk for a while. So you know I've been meaning to read it, but I finally did read it and finished it, and I loved it. You can find a link in the show notes at annettebone.com forward slash 051. When you are reading a book, first of all, if it isn't resonating with you, don't feel like you have to finish it. There are too many good books out there that you will resonate with, so read those. Secondly, to get more out of a book, take time to answer the questions or do the assignments that the book is asking you to do. Some of the questions that I just finished from this book are as follows, and even if you don't read this book, take some time to answer these questions for yourself. I know you'll find them very, very helpful. Am I proud of who I am and the person I'm becoming? Am I happy with what I'm doing and contributing to the world? What kind of person do I want to show the world each day? What have I already done in life that I didn't know I could? What reasons can I find to believe in myself and in my dreams, even amid difficult days? And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. As I've been on this new dance journey, I've been taking more of an interest in dance history upon recommendation from one of my trainers so that I can better understand the origins of movement and how I can better myself in my own creative pursuits. So being that I am half Korean, I thought I would research Korean dance. Without going into too much detail, there are two types of dances, court dance and folk dance. The court dance style is very celebratory. There's bright costumes and it's about being happy and celebrating, whereas the folk dance style can encompass a wider range of emotions from joy to frustration, humor and sorrow. 
Breath is very important in Korean dance, regardless of style, as well as continuity and fluidity. This got me thinking about history as a whole and being reminded again the importance of knowing where things come from so that we can continue learning and improving, whether it's in dance, in business, or in life. And now, anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? If you've been listening to any of my recent podcast sessions, I've talked a bit about my love for hot yoga. And now there are two things that I've added to my to-do list. And those are two exercises that I'm working on mastering. They are called, well, hopefully I pronounced this right, the Chaturanga Dandasana and the headstand. I've been looking at YouTube videos and Instagram video clips and excited to incorporate these exercises. Chaturanga Dandasana is a low plank and it strengthens the arms and legs. It tones the abdominal area. It builds healthy shoulders and is critical preparation for arm balances, inversions, and backbends, which I've also been working on. I've referenced an article from the Yoga Journal on Chaturanga Dandasana and how to do it properly in the show notes at annettebone.com forward slash 051. Some of the benefits of headstands include improved brain function, better mood, and an increase in upper body strength. As with any exercise, alignment is important to get the most of an exercise and also to prevent injuries. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. I found my next guest on another podcast, and I was so intrigued by her story and just her background and the way she expressed what she did, and I thought I had to have her on this show. So I'm excited to introduce Julie Schechter, who has been dancing all of her life. She graduated from the University of California, Irvine. So we definitely have that in common. Go ant eaters. <laughs> and she has her degrees in dance and global cultures. She also graduated from Harvard Law School and became a former litigation lawyer. And now she's an entrepreneur. She is the founder of Fit Ballet located in New York City. And Fit Ballet also has classes in the Santa Monica, California area. Julie, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to have you here today. How are you? Oh, thanks, Annette. Thanks so much for having me. I'm doing it. It is definitely my pleasure. And I'm so excited to get into your story and these questions. You left the quote unquote security of law to become an entrepreneur and incorporate your love and knowledge of dance. Take us through that journey, highlighting any unexpected and interesting things that you that you found along the way as you've been in your entrepreneurial pursuits. Well, it was actually a pretty organic process. Um, I developed the curriculum for Fit Ballet while I was in law school. Um, I'm sure all the dancers out there listening will understand, you know, when you go from dancing multiple hours a day and movement is your life and you suddenly... Uh find yourself in a really sedentary situation, it's really a shock, not just to your body, but to your mind as well. And so when I got to law school and I had very little time to work out, I had to develop a curriculum that would sort of keep me in shape and let me keep like all of the specific uh, dancer related body elements that I had gotten myself used to. Because you know, like if you go to like the gym for an hour or something like that. Like you can certainly stay in great shape, but there are certain things like flexibility and elongation that you would really miss in that situation. 
And so um, I developed it for myself while I was in law school. And then as I was practicing as an attorney, I really sort of started to feel the absence of creativity in my life, which is very, very important to me. I'm sure it is to you as well. Yes. Um, And so that started to kind of just like gnaw at me more and more as time went on. And so I turned to this thing that I had developed and I was training my friends and I was having real success with that. And I just sort of said like, okay, if not now, (laughs) then like, (laughs) when is this going to happen? I'm still pretty young. I don't have any, you know, children that I have to support or anything like that. So just decided to jump and make the leap. And I think that the most important thing about it to me was, you know, obviously everybody wants financial security and, you know, career stability. Those are wonderful things to have in your life. But I hadn't realized until this particular journey how if you don't have a creative pursuit, if that's a big part of who you are as a person, like, forget about it. (laughs) You're Mm -hmm. just like, there's no (laughs) chance of being happy, no matter how secure you are. So I think I realized that um, creativity was a higher order value for me than than stability. I totally agree with you on that. And Going to UCI to study dance, and um, at least for me, I went not so much because I wanted a job and thought, okay, I'm going to study this because I know after I get out, I'm going to get a certain career and stuff. But I wanted to study dance in an academic setting and just get better training. Um, How would you say that your background in law and studying dance in an academic setting either helped or hindered your entrepreneurial journey? Well, I think. In in a weird way, they're actually kind of similar in the sense that you get used to, as a dancer and as a lawyer, being very comfortable with discomfort. <laughs> um, and I mean, in dance, that's physical. And in law, sometimes it's just like working really long hours and and which is the same for dance, honestly, like you become a person when you're trained as a dancer, as you know, like you become somebody who is very comfortable with setting a goal, doing absolutely anything that you have to do to get there, any number of repetitions, any number of, you know, episodes of feeling like, oh my God, I'm never going to make it. (laughs) And all of those map over onto, um, an entrepreneurial journey, like pretty much perfectly, (laughs) I would have to say. Oh, I just love that you've been able to draw from all of your experiences and have this successful business. What is the demographic of your clients and um, how do they differ if they do on each of the coasts? Um, I was actually a little bit surprised by how um, the clientele has sort of shaken out. And I mean, obviously, of course, we're always trying to expand and bring new people on board. Um, But it's been much more attractive to people who have no background in dance than I had anticipated. So I thought I was going to have like a bunch of dancers who like people who sort of fit like my background, you know, like people who um, have been dancing for a long time and like loved it and were excited about it. And like, this was a chance for them to incorporate it in more of a fitness way. Um, But people who have absolutely no dance background at all have really been drawn to it as well. And I think that just kind of speaks to, how much fun dance is. <laughs> like we, we forget that sometimes, you know, because um, 
for those of us who pursued it as, you know, like a, a course of study or maybe even a job at some point, it really became um, just something that was like part of us. And we forget how like lighthearted we can be about it or how other people can see it in that way. That's really important because it is very easy to get caught up when you're per- when you're pursuing it in that fashion that it becomes like any other job and then you forget that the f- the thing that really draw- drew you to it is the the love of it the passion for it the funness of it you know and so I still have to I get frustrated in class now even when I thought you know what I am doing this for fun I am doing this to better myself but I have to remember it is fun you know <laughs> so yeah I totally hear you on that what advice would you give someone who has a similar corporate background as yours, but would rather be an entrepreneur, especially involving dance or the arts? Sure. Um, I would say the most important thing is to make sure before you make a leap like that, that whatever it is that's going to be the subject of your leap, um, whatever kind of business you're going to try to build or whatever project you're going to tackle, that you love it like 120% (laughs) because like the day-to-day of running something like Fit Ballet, like I loved coming up with the curriculum and I loved doing all the creative stuff and I feel so lucky and I feel like I've, you know, found myself in one of the best jobs I possibly could. But there's a huge, huge side of doing payroll and dealing with taxes and, you know, like doing a lot of really mundane and also like sometimes kind of scary things. (laughs) So you have to have a level of passion for it. That's not like, you know, that's not fair weather, if that makes sense. It does make sense. If you had to start all over, what would you change? What would you do differently? If anything, I think I might prepare for the leap a little bit more. And I don't even necessarily mean um, financially. I sort of mean more like, like I was so excited about this thing that I was going to do that I had sort of a like, if you build it, they will come attitude (laughs) towards it. And when I launched, I was like, in a very naive way, sort of surprised that like, people weren't just like, you know, turning their heads to see what this thing was that I um, was like trying to put out in the world. And I think I would do a better job of preparing myself to separate the business from, um, just myself as a person and done much more to sort of like promote it and learn how to do all of that marketing stuff and not necessarily feel like if I was promoting the business, I was like bragging or promoting myself or something. Um, it's been it's been an interesting dance <laughs> to figure out how to do that. <laughs> I like the way you described it. It's been an interesting dance because it it is all a dance. I mean, it's just it's such a great journey to be an entrepreneur and just discover things about yourself and learn so much. I, that's why I respect entrepreneurs, especially dance entrepreneurs and artists so much because you have to juggle both sides of the creativity and then the operational and all, you know, figuring everything out but still staying inspired and there's just so much, but it's so, I I just think it's so gratifying though. Yeah, no, it definitely has been. I'm very, I'm much, much happier now. Yes, I can tell. (laughs) I I remember in it, correct me if I'm wrong on the podcast that I found you, you were talking about your support system and how, when you were having this idea to start your business that 
you didn't necessarily talk to everybody about it and, and not that you were trying to get everybody's opinions. What is your support system like now and how important it how important is it to have a support system as an entrepreneur? Um, I would say the most important. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't think of anything that I would value or do value more. Um, I'm really lucky in the sense that I do have a great support system. Um, my parents have been super great about, you know, like really motivating me to take this leap. And I have a great group of friends who are fantastic at just providing that check-in that you need when you feel like you're doing so much work to promote what you're doing out in the world. And you start to wonder, like, does anyone actually need this? Like, am I really providing any kind of a real service? Which to me is like, kind of the only thing I care about. Like <laughs> if it's just like this for fitness method versus this fitness method, like I'm like not really interested in that. I only want to like keep pursuing this company if I feel like I'm like really helping people and it's like a real additive to the world. And so to have people around you that you can turn to and check in with and be like, am I like really doing anything here? And to have them be like always ready to go to bat for you. Like, yes, you absolutely are. Here are the ways in which like you doing this has changed my life is just, I can't think of anything that's more important in keeping you going. That's such a blessing and just keeping you grounded. And just from what I've read about you and listened to your interview, I feel like you have a real sense of wanting to give and uh, fostering that community within your business. And I can just imagine the women, the transformation, first of all, and like you're saying that you, you see you're right now attracting people that are not really former dancers or anything like that. But I think it's such a great advantage because then these people see what the benefit is without thinking, oh, I got to be in all these classes. If, I mean, if they want to be, they can, but that you've, de you've designed something that really gives them a sense of accomplishment and transformation. And I think that's just huge and priceless. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you can be part of my support system too. Thanks. Oh, good, good. I love being people. So especially dancers that are entrepreneurs, I want to be, you know, some kind of support and encourage them because it's dance is such a beautiful art. And so, you know, when I gave it up for so long, I felt like something was just missing from me, like just undescribable. And I was, I got very depressed. And so being back in this whole dance world now with the podcast and everything else has been just, uh, just so gratifying. And I want to be able to give back in whatever way that I can. So thank you again for agreeing to do this. I'm just so enjoying our conversation. Oh, me too. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I'm going to go through what I call the dance printering quick step, which is three quick questions and you have to answer what comes to mind first. Are you ready? Oh, I hope so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dance style you haven't tried, but would like to. Any kind of social dance. Um, like I'll pick salsa, I guess. Oh, um, I like that. Yeah. I just want to be able to like, you know, like go to a wedding or go to like a social club or something like that. And like, people are always like, well, you're a dancer, you know how to, and I'm always like, uh, no, if you're going to turn on some nutcracker suite, like that, <laughs> uh, right now I'm useless. Oh, yeah. That's funny that you mentioned sh social dance because other guests that I've had there, the majority of it is either like ballroom and or some sort of ballroom like Argentine tango. So yeah, 
I oh I love tango. I haven't done it, but it, it's it's just so, it's so beautiful. I love watching the partnering work. I know it's gorgeous. Favorite dancer and why? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I think right now I'm going to go with someone who's really in the spotlight and say Misty Copeland. Yes. She is really embodying everything that I'm trying to do with Fit Ballet right now, like right down to those Under Armour ads where Mm -hmm. she's beautiful and so ridiculously strong and has like a normal human woman body. I mean, she's just hitting the nail on the head in terms of image as far as I'm concerned. I, uh, I totally agree. Totally agree with that. Dance style that currently describes your day and why? Improv. <laughs> I am constantly reinventing the wheel. And one of these days, I'm going to get myself a system so that everything is more streamlined and intelligent. But I'm really still learning how to run a business and do all of this. So yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> I th- I'm so glad you brought that up because I think there are people out there that they want to start a business or they want to do something else out on their own, but they're afraid because they don't have all the answers or don't have everything in place. And of course, you want to prepare as much as possible. But I think the whole thing with being an entrepreneur is you there. You, sometimes you just have to go and figure things out as you're going along and and things will work out the way they're supposed to work out as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. At least that's what I think. And that's what I've found. I could not agree more, honestly. I mean, one of the best pieces of advice my dad gave me when I was like starting out on this was, um, you know, I told him I like really felt like I was an imposter and I didn't know what I was doing. And he was like, no one else knows what they're doing either. Everybody's (laughs) pretending, honestly. And just hearing that from someone who was like a very successful businessman himself was like, okay, (laughs) great. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to pretend I know what's going on. So hopefully that'll give somebody else, you know, the space to be like, yeah, I'm just doing my best also. Well, you are definitely delivering a lot of value to the audience that you're called to serve. And I know there are more people that will want to check out Fit Ballet and check out everything else you have to offer. If people want to connect with you, where can they find you? Um, Well, our website where you can learn a lot more about us and sign up for classes if you're in New York or Santa Monica is fitballet.org. And we also are on Facebook, same name, and Twitter. And uh, our Instagram account is underscore fit underscore ballet. Awesome. Thank you so much, Julie, for joining me today. It's been such a pleasure to talk with you and get to know you. And I'm so excited to see where you and Fit Ballet go. I know it's going to be awesome. Thank you, Annette. Thanks so much for having me. And of course, I have a question for you. What is the best advice you've gotten on a project or a business you've started? I would love to hear what has helped you. And you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 051, where you can also find the show notes to this session. And I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. If you do it in iTunes, it would be extremely helpful if you did it in the Apple iTunes native podcast app. And that way I can continue improving the podcast and continue to get the word out about the podcast. So thank you so much in advance. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon.
Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.